to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Welcome to another edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoy Jr. And I'm Pastor Vince Haney from Raymond Word of Faith Empowerment Ministries. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to look today and, and probably this whole week, we're going to concentrate a little bit on the scripture found in Isaiah chapter 40, beginning at verse 30, where he says, Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But here's the key. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. I was, I saw a perfect example of this, I think, in, in some ways this weekend. Uh, you may not have ever heard of her. You may have heard of her, Vince. Diana Nyad. In the 1970s, Diana Nyad was this woman, is a woman. She, she was really known for long-distance swimming. That's what she did. And she would make these incredible swims. And in the last few years, I really haven't ever heard of her much. And then this weekend, she swam from Cuba to the United States. 103 miles, or 100, yeah, 103 miles took her 53 hours, and she's 64 years old. Wow. And when she got, yeah, that's what I said, wow. When she got done, she was talking about the fact that just because you're older doesn't mean you have to give up on your dreams. And, you know, I read this scripture and I see a lot of Christians, maybe they met their dreams and their goals, but then they never made any more. Or they just never reached the goals and the dreams they had when they were younger. And they know it now that they're not going to. And they're just kind of sitting on the couch waiting to go. You know, they don't, they've just kind of lost their zest for life. There's a song that I really like, um, Jack and Diane. And one of the words of the song is that, Life goes on long after the thrill of living is gone. And I think there's a whole lot of people, even Christian people, who have lost their thrill for life. They've lost their enthusiasm, their energy, their joy in just life. And they're the, even as Christians, they're just kind of waiting to go home to the Lord. And to me, what this scripture is about more than anything else is that those who hope in the Lord, renew their hope in the Lord, he will renew their strength, that you can have a zest for life again. You can have an enthusiasm for life again, that you don't have to just be sitting waiting to go home to the Lord, but that you can actually find that your best days are still ahead of you. No matter what your age is, your best (laughs) days can still be ahead of you. And uh, I really loved seeing Diana and I doing that and hearing her talk. And just hopefully, as we talk here today, people can remember, God wants you to have joy. He wants you to have enthusiasm. He wants you to have purpose. He doesn't just want you to sit on the couch and wait to go home to him. Amen. And that's sad because uh, that is a a case for a lot of Christians. And as you were uh, just delivering that word, say that latter part again. Of that scripture. 
when he says, those who renew their hope in the Lord will renew their okay. strength. That's, that's the part I was focusing on, those who renew their hope. The Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for. So that's where we go. We, we got to stay connected to God through his word. And, and we go into his word and we get hope. Just as you read that scripture, it did something inside of me. It, it, it excited my spirit. And my, our spirit loves the word of God because God and his word are one. Our spirit loves God, our new recreated spirit. And I was thinking about what you said about the, the I was going to say the young lady. I'm going to call her a young lady because Abraham didn't check out till he was 120-something. So uh, I believe he's 120-something. But anyway, uh, and I reminded of the Mayans. They, they run these long marathons. And somebody asked them, you know, for miles and miles. And they asked them, how can they do that? They say, well, it's all in your mind. We just believe we could. And that's why the scripture tells us, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Once you renew your mind to what God says you have, what he says you can do and who he says you are, that renews you. And the scripture says also, don't grow weary in well-doing for in due season you will reap if you don't faint. A lot of Christians have just fainted. Yeah, they, they just, just giving up. Yeah, that's what faint means. They're just waiting on the couch. Right, right. That's what faint <laughs> means. We're giving up. But he said those who hope in the Lord, keep their hope, their faith in the Lord, will renew their strength. And I was just telling my son this morning, I didn't want to say his name, but I'm saying it now. You know, I get up in the morning time. The first thing I do is acknowledge the Lord. I say, good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Heavenly Father. Good morning, Jesus. Then I, I go into prayer mode, and then I open my Bible and get some word. And then after that, I, I turn on some word on the television or some CDs. That's how I start my day. Then I noticed my son, oh, he started his day. He came out of the room with some earphones on his head. And I know he wasn't listening to the word. <laughs> <laughs> so faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You got to go in God's word and that'll renew your spirit. That's what makes you strong in the Lord and the power of his might. You focus and meditating on what he said. His word is living and powerful. It renews you. It does something to our spirit. So I got on my son this morning about, you know, and I was trying to get his attention. I'm saying something to him, but he had these earphones, and I'm saying, well, I know he's not listening to the word, and that's what you need to hear. God wants, that's what it means to seek ye first the kingdom. God wants the first part of your day. He wants to, that's what the tithe is, the first. He wants the first of you. Remember with Cain and Abel? I think uh, Cain gave not his best sacrifice. <laughs> and then he killed his brother because he was mad because his brother gave God his best. <laughs> so God wants the best of us. So early in the morning, rise up, feed on the word of God. Don't go feed your body. Feed on the word of God. And that scripture is so true. Those who hope in the Lord will renew. And you just have to have an eye can mentality. There's a script. There's many scriptures in the Bible. What about, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Greater is he that's in me. You kind of meditate on that. And it's not over until it's over. Like, like the song said, life goes on <laughs> well after the thrill is gone. There's still, as long as you got breath, you can make something happen. You got another shot at the title, I like to say, the title of life. And the Bible, speaking of the title of life, the Bible tells us to fight the good fight of faith. You know why he called it the good fight of faith? 
Ask me why. Why? Why, <laughs> why we, Vince? Because we win, Richard. Because we win. Amen. It's a good fight. He Amen. didn't say fight the bad fight of faith, Richard. No, it's the good fight. It's the good fight because we win. Guess why? Because we're not quitters. We're, we're overcomers. The scripture says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Well, what's the word of our testimony? What God said. Amen. What he said in Isaiah. Yeah. One, one of the ladies in our church, her husband had, was a minister and... Um, he went home to be with the Lord and she was, she was getting older. And one of the things that I liked about her the most is she didn't live in the past. You know, there are a lot of people and you don't have to be old to do this. There are a lot of people who live in the past, the good old days. There are people that live, you know, you might be 40 and, and you think your best years of your life were high school. And, and all you can talk about is when you were in high school, when you you were were, a jock in high school, Yeah, you were somebody and you Mm. really did something. So you don't have to be old to live in the past. But there are people, as we get older, the tendency is sometimes to, to live in the past to think about the good old days. And I was telling somebody the other day, when were the good old days? Because you think about in the 1930s, the Depression, 25% unemployment, huge problems. The good old days. Those are good old days. And then we got done with the good old days in the 30s, and we had World War II where literally millions of people were killed. Then we got through those good old days, and 1950s, we got the Korean War, and then we have the the race with the Russians and the Cold War, and they were literally teaching kids in the late 50s, early 60s, if the big one was coming, hide under your desk. And I told somebody, I don't know, a big nuke goes off, those, hiding under the desk. Those were the good it probably wasn't going to help. And then you got Vietnam, and then you got all these things. I remember, I'm a little bit older than you are, but I remember sitting around the dinner table in the 60s, and the Vietnam War was right on the news, CBS News, but that was what my dad watched, Walter Cronkite. And guess what? The Word of God still was the same. And But, I mean, people people look back and they go, the good old days, and yet when you look at the, there really wasn't a, a good old days. So we, what I liked about her and this lady that I was telling you about her name was Gladys Wolf. She's gone home to be with the Lord many years ago now. She was always looking to the future. She was never looking to the past. It was like, what does God have in store for me today? What great things is God going to do today in my life and the lives of other people? It wasn't always the past. And she understood that God works all things to the good for those who love him. And so she was always looking for the good in everything that that was happening. And you run into people who will say to you, there's no way this could ever be good. There's no way this thing that I'm going through could ever be good. And I tell them, and this is kind of harsh, but I tell people when you say that, you're saying that God's a liar. Well, you're you're saying that when he said, I will work all things to the good, what you're saying to him... Well, you just canceled out what the truth is. Right. You're telling God that he, you just don't right. believe it. Well, him. and the Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak and, and death and life is in the power of tongue. Again, back to biblical principles and learning how the kingdom of God operates. It, it's inside of you and you have to, as you grow spiritually, you should understand the power of words. You shouldn't let nothing come out of your mouth but faith-filled, positive words. Because you're going to have whatever you say. I hate this. Well, yeah, well, I you, hate them. Here's, here's, I here's, hate here's the revelation, Richard. You're going to have whatever you say. Right. The scripture says in Matthew 12, whatsoever things you, in Matthew 11, 23, whatsoever things you say, and you, if you don't doubt in your heart, but believe the things you say shall come to pass, you'll have whatever you say. And if you keep saying something long enough, you'll start believing it. That's how you learned your name. You heard it. Faith comes by hearing. And then you start saying it. And you start believing that's your name. Somebody can come to you today and say, you know what? That's not really your name. This is your name. Uh, they just wanted to call you that. 
So faith comes by here. We believe what we hear. So if you keep telling yourself certain negative things about yourself, according to the Bible, you get mad at Jesus because he said it. You'll have whatever you say. Mark eleven twenty three. So you have to start saying, the Bible says this, let the weak say that I'm strong. Doesn't say let the weak talk about being weak. No, 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 no. Let, let the poor say that I'm rich. You got to start saying, speak again. This show is called Faith on Fire. We're here to ignite each other's faith on fire. So we have to start doing it God's way. That's the, what the seek ye first the kingdom is, doing it God's way. And God says, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways are higher than yours. Then he went to talks about uh, my words will not return void. He said, as the rain comes down and falls on the earth, he said, it doesn't return there. He says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It doesn't return void. Well, if his word that goes forth out of his mouth doesn't return void, we're his children. We have a right to speak his word. It does. So we got to speak. God, God ain't never saying, man, it's going to be a bad day today. <laughs> they ain't in heaven saying, man, it's bad man, up here in heaven, man. man it's, it's no, he's not talking like that. They're not talking. This The scripture says everybody's always rejoicing. rejoicing right? <laughs> right. So that's, remember, thy kingdom come, thy will be done here on earth as it's done in heaven. If heaven is rejoicing, we should be down here rejoicing, and we should start that with our words. The see, Bible says you'll be snared by your words. See, and, and what happens is we start to be a little negative. We start to feel a little down. All of a sudden, our circumstances get bigger than we are, and things get too big for us. And that's when we lose that zest for life. We lose that enthusiasm. for We we can lose it if we're not careful, even as Christians, lose our enthusiasm for God. You that's need, why he said you got to renew your hope in him. That's why I was going back to that scripture. You need to meditate on that scripture. Again, the revelation is not in the black. It's in the white in between the black. You keep reading that scripture and God will illuminate your spirit, which will renew your mind, which will increase your faith. You read that scripture over and over and over. Those who what? I like to hear it. Say it one more time. Richard. Renew their hope in the Lord. Renew that re means to go back. New is something brand new. Renew your hope. Or another word for hope is confident expectation. Ooh, confident expectation. Renew your confident expectation of the Lord, and what's going to happen? He will renew your strength. Ooh, renew your he strength. He will renew your strength. Yeah, not you. He will. <laughs> he will. And that's what happens. We got weak. What's the opposite of strength? Weakness. So God, that's God's desire. His desire is to renew our strength. But he says, I can only do that as you put your hope back in me. See, we didn't put our hope in all these other things, and they let us down. And, well, those political parties, just, those political parties, Richard, yeah, they, they let you down. Yeah, and, you know and, that, that, that that 401k that you lost, oh, it let you down. Right. And but that he, property that you had, that you, you had you, equity or right, didn't right, have it, it. It let you down. Right. But he says, no, seek ye first, and all these things to be added into faith. He says, have faith in God. So renew your strength in him, and he'll keep you vibrant. He said, he'll, Jesus said this, in this world, you will have trials and tribulations. But guess what he said? Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So you have to come and learn of God through Jesus Christ, and you'll be renewed. You'll be you'll have joy in the midst of a storm. Yeah, I you'll be, be like the young lady that just did that hundred. How many? How long? How far did she swim? Hundred and three miles. Hundred three hours. Can you imagine that? And she only sixty four years young. <laughs> right. See, and her whole thing was don't give up on your dreams. Right. I mean, that was her whole message when she came out of the waters. Don't you? You may. She's tried it like three or four times. And she finally did it. And her whole thing was, don't give up on your dreams. Because way too many people, even as Christians, 
whether we consciously did it or not, it's almost as if you lost your hope in the Lord that nothing good's going to happen to me anymore. My hopes are gone. My dreams are gone. My best of my days are gone. My best years are gone. Richard, but that goes There's back to left. what we read a couple weeks ago in Philippians or something. Four uh, eight. Four, four eight. Whatever's good, whatever's yeah, pure. Yeah. Meditate on that. Well, well, I can find that in God's word. There's something good going on in life. Remember I said a broke clock is right at least twice a day. He says, what's other things are praiseworthy? What's you know, lovely of a good report? He say, meditate on those things. And then he goes to tell us in Corinthians, anything that attempts to exalt itself against the knowledge of God, the knowledge of God is found in the word of God, which is the will of God. He said, anything that exalts itself to that, he said, take it and cast it down. That means throw it away from you and replace it with what he said over in Philippians. That's what the devil works at is in your mind. He want, that's why God says renew your mind. The devil wants to bombard your thought life with negative thoughts, and then he got you. Now you, he hits you with a series of ne negative thoughts, and that's called depression. Now you're at home depressed as a Christian. Now, now you're supposed to be the overcomer. You're at home, oh, it's over for me. No, it's not. God can use, look at, who's that he used that was old in the Bible? Mo Moses, how old was Moses? Lots of them. Lots of them. Abraham was 100 and something years old, still had a kid. Moses was 80 Sarah. when God said, you're going to pull my people out well, Look there. at Sarah. She was 100 years old when she had Isaac, right? God still used her. Right. God, you, I mean, mm -hmm. there's all kinds of people in the Bible. <laughs> right, that are, right, right, that are, right, right. You know, one of the, as you were talking, it, it brought to mind the story of Job. I mean, if anybody had the right to just pack it in, it was Job. He loses his family, he loses his possessions, he loses his health. I mean, he lost everything except for his life and his wife. And then his wife even comes to him and says, why don't you just curse God and die? But you know what? I believe Job did, uh, what's that scripture, Isaiah 41? 40. 40. I think Job did that. Right? He, he yeah, never I think loses he did hope in the Lord, right. right? I think that's what he did. But I mean, you you know Even things have hit rock bottom when your wife comes to you and just, why don't you just curse God and die? Yeah, that's right. I mean, mm -hmm. it, the Bible doesn't say it, but I, I kind of get the implication. She's saying, why don't you just curse God and die, you old man? Right. I mean, we lost it all. What the heck's the point? Right. That's your, your, that's the woman that God put you with. Your helpmate, she tell you that. That's bad. <laughs> and then his we friends help. are like, what'd you do? You done something. Right, we know right. you done something. What well, was it you well, done? Those friends represent thoughts in your mind you know the enemy comes because enemy uses people he uses your friends so he uses Joe's friends to tell him to, to convince him that he did something wrong but not understanding that life happens long after the thrill is gone <laughs> life still happens and things are going to Jesus said in this world you'll have trials and tribulation things are going to happen that are not the whole Christian life is not peachy key Things are going to happen. And all those faith heroes we just talked about, someone we mentioned, they all failed. They all missed And it. they all had things happen in their yeah. life that weren't good. They weren't good. But they still kept their faith in God. And I mean, God Joseph. Joseph right. is sold into slavery by his brothers. Most people would not say, well, that's a good thing. Then he stands up to Potiphar's wife and doesn't go into sin with her, and mm -hmm. she has him thrown into prison. Most people wouldn't say, oh, that's good. But he never, ever, in all of that, gives up his faith in God. He still had his, and God renewed him. He kept his faith in God. And that's a message that we want to always remind each other about. Have faith in God, regardless of where you are at in life. Still keep your faith in God. Back to the scripture in Galatians. Do not grow weary in well-doing. The well-doing is doing what God told you to do. He said, for due season... You have to stand on the truth of God's word if it takes eternity. That's got to be the mindset till it manifests. You got to keep thanking him for things 
and, and for renewing you. The scripture says in, in, in Joel about this restoration, that he will give us new wine. And, and that's what God will do. I look at my life, and yes, I had some bad seasons that I've come out, but I, I see what God is doing. And one of the things he's doing, look, he's opened up a door for us to do this broadcast. And we know this was a challenge, <laughs> getting this broadcast on. But God does that. He's still, and that's what we got to focus on, what God is doing. We always want to focus on what ain't happening, the negative, what ain't happening. Let's look at what he is doing. And then remember that God will work all things to the good for those who love him. That's what he says. And how do we know we love him? Because we got our faith in him, we trust him. And Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my word. But the worst thing can happen to you. You can be as as Joseph was sold into slavery, you could be put into prison and still realize that God's going to work something good. Dude, I got a testimony right that right now. And you know my story. And I hear the testimony about a loved one of mine who's incarcerated. I was just with her yesterday and she was giving me testimony after testimony of how God is working. And we, before we left, every time I leave, we pray and we invite the presence of the Lord at, to that institution. Because God is not limited to physical geographic I thought places. People, I thought people could only get saved in church. No, no, man. You can get saved. You can get saved anywhere. You can get saved on the moon. Because <laughs> <laughs> God's not limited. We limit him with our own finite minds, but God's not limited. He want, He loves people, and he loves to show up and show out anywhere. And again, I'm hearing testimony after testimony after testimony of how God is using this individual, just like Joseph. Joseph still was being used, even though he was falsely accused of sexual harassment, incarcerated falsely for it, and he still stayed in his integrity. He still trusted in the Lord with all his heart. He didn't lean to his own understanding. In all Joseph's ways, he acknowledged God, and God directed his path right to, back to his wealthy place. See, his own understanding would have been, well, this isn't working out. Following so God me. doesn't ma right. make any sense whatsoever, and, so I might as well do my you know own what? thing. And I know people who, that's their mindset. That's their thought. They'll say, well, I did this, I tithed, and I didn't get an increase. Well, I went to church, and it didn't help. Right, right. It's like saying I went to the gym one time, and I didn't get buffed. I didn't lose all this good. I went to the gym. It's right across the street from my office. I went one time, Richard. No, I you, drove by it. I drove by, no, no. <laughs> Fate comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. You got to. I walked by my Bible lying on my <laughs> bed stand. No, the, the scripture says, Jesus said, you got to continue in the faith. Continue means, that's why the scripture says we walk by faith. That means every day. The just shall live by faith. We live by what God says regardless of what the fact says. The facts and the truth are two different things. Because the fact is, yeah, this is happening in your life. The truth is you're an overcomer. Right. That God is still with you. He's yeah, going to yeah, work yeah, all yeah. things to yeah, the, the good. Fact, Joseph, you know, yeah, the fact says you're in jail. The fact says God's abandoned you. Right. Well, that's what the fact said. But the truth is I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Right. So which which report are you going to believe? Right. See, and that's the thing is that who uh, am I going to believe? Am I going to believe God or am I going to believe what other well, people tell me? Or am I going to believe even the circumstances? As developing, maturing Christians, we should be increasing our trust and reliance and confidence in God. That's what it means, because well, you're going to have those bad times. Well, see, that's what I love about Caleb. Caleb, when he says to them, as for me and my family, we we're going to follow the Lord. Oh, we're oh, going to oh, serve oh, He was Lord. about 80 years old when he they uh, went over. At least that. Yeah, yeah. See, so as, it's not over. And that's what we want to encourage people, old people, young people. I, I tell young people that, too, because you know what, Richard? 
a lot of young people think God can't use them or he's not interested well, in cause them. Well, because they're not old enough. Yeah, right. You got to be old. But I remind them of David. He was 16 when God called him out. And then a lot of old people think it's way past their right. time and then God I can't remind use them. Of them. Yeah, yeah. Right. See, so, so God uses kids. He uses middle age. He uses, he uses old everybody. People. That's all he wants to. He works in and through us. Because your best days aren't behind you. Your best day can be today and the best days are ahead of you. But he Richard, wants to renew your strength. Mm -hmm. And I tell people, God can only work through you to the degree that you believe. That's why Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible. If you can believe God wants to, is willing to work through you, he'll do it. I was reminded of that scripture about uh, the man with the, the son that was uh, had epileptic, and the disciples couldn't heal him. And then the guy said, Jesus, if you can do anything, have mercy on me. And Jesus said, if I can do anything, because you know, if is, is the, the badge of doubt. And Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible. And the guy said, Lord, I believe. I think that was his confession of faith right there. Right. That's all God wanted to hear. Work with me. Give me something. He said, Lord, I believe. And then with the part of me, my mind, that don't believe, help me with that. Jesus said, I can work with you. Come on over here. Let's, let's make this happen. You only have to have faith of a mustard yeah, seed. Well, you well, don't when, have to have all the faith there is. But when he opened up his mouth and says, Lord, I believe, that did it right there. He said, Lord, I believe. You know, but whatever part of me is doubting, help me with that. See, but and and regardless of what age you are, if you're sitting on the couch waiting to die, you're saying more about what you think of God than what you think of yourself. You're basically saying, "Well, God can't use me. God can't do this." And um, you're saying that I really don't believe my best days are ahead of me. I don't really believe that God can renew my strength. Man, you better get in the Word because the Scripture says I don't know where exactly where it's at, but I know it's in there. It says the. Uh, <laughs> the righteous grows, uh, the, the righteous share floors. The righteous increase, oh, the future of the righteous grows brighter and brighter and brighter. The future of the righteous grows brighter and brighter. We don't get dimmer. And again, you got to put faith in what God said. If he says your future is going to be brighter and brighter and brighter, you got to hold fast to that. Right, My preacher, it's not over. Remember? And actually, it ain't over because he said this, forgetting those things which are behind. I wanted to say that when you say people want to live in the past. He gave you a command to forget those things which are behind. But that's what he said. And press forward. Press towards the mark. See, and that's what I was telling you about this lady that, that um, I knew from our church. She was never living in the past. She wasn't talking about, oh, I remember when my husband and I did this. I remember when then we were in this ministry. I, she was always, what's God going to do with me today? What what ministry does God have for me today? What what word does God want me to share today? She, she's living in the right now and the future. Right. She's living in the what's God doing right now. Not mm -hmm. what's God done in the past, but what is God doing right mm -hmm. now Well, the scripture says his, his mercies are new every day. That he can renew our strength. You know what? Strength. I was reading a book Run yesterday. and not grow weary. I was reading, reading a book yesterday. And speaking of a book, we just want to have a book by a friend of mine, uh, Drake Travis. It's called Healing Power, Voice Activated. It's how a great you, book, too. I started reading it. I started reading, too. It says, how you can use your words to bless, restore, and it's one more thing. <laughs> bless, restore, and uh, to bring back life to yourself. And we want to make that book available to anybody who call in or who requested a donation to this ministry of any amount we'll get that book out to you and it's a good book but I wanted to say something about the book because I was reading it last night I don't know if you got to this part he was like he was saying that once we get born again it's time for 
some excitement to happen. God's gonna if this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you happen. consider sending so a love said, offering to Faith on Fire. P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.